0: we got Bill Simmons. It's pick time. Today's picks are brought to you by uh, longtime Red Sox fan, Joseph Abood, and his flagship store. Experience, exceptional quality, style, and service at its very best from our good friend, Joseph Abood. Here we go. Already, and it goes fast, week three, in the league where yeah. they play for pay. All right. Tough week for the visitor last week, an zero and three week for Mister Simmons, yeah. a three and zero week for me, five and one on the season for me, and to his credit, he wants to get right back on the horse. So look, look, here he is, Bill Simmons.
1: I'm not going to go backwards. I'm not going to look at the Chargers kicker, who who hurt my feelings by missing a couple field goals. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. Going forward. You called the Falcons last week. You liked the matchup. As you made the case, you kind of convinced me. I may have been out of wagered on the Falcons. Look, I, I was worried about that heading into the season because of the Super Bowl hangover thing. No, Kyle Shanahan. They're re- I, t- I talked myself out of them, and it was a mistake because they are still the fastest offense, probably in the whole league. I loved what I saw last week. I loved the thought of them in a dome. And then conversely. Detroit, they beat Arizona. They beat the crappy Giants team. Now everybody's like, Detroit, are they a contender? Getting all excited about Detroit. I don't see it. To me, this is like, I love week three partly because I think people overreact one way or the other to what they saw in the first two weeks. And in this case, I think people are overreacting to the Lions. I think they're underreacting to how good the Falcons are. Falcons only giving three in Detroit. That's what you have for the Lions. Three, yes. I love it. I love it. I mean, indoors, I had it in my column today on the TheRinger.com. Last 11 games indoors, they've scored at least 28 every time. And usually they're in the 30s and the 40s. I don't think the tricky you keep up with that. So I'm going Falcons minus three. Next one. I like, what do we have for the Tampa line now that Bradford's out? We, uh,
0: it, I don't have it yet, so just uh, toss it out. Don't use the game. Only because I don't have a line yet.
1: Toss it out. That was one of my picks. All All right. Right. I, I, Toss I, it, I,
0: it out. I don't have I don't have a fail line, so I don't want to do it. I don't have a line yet, so go okay. ahead. I think it's going to be All like right. Tampa Bay 3, but I don't have it yet.
1: All right, second game. Same thing with the week three overreaction thing. You know, people are writing out. Two weeks ago, Seattle was in the Super Bowl. Patriots, Patriots C.A. Hucks, write it down. These are the two best teams. Seattle gets screwed over in Green Bay in week one. They had some of the worst calls of the season go against them. Couldn't block. I totally get it. Last week they didn't look great against San Francisco, and I think San Francisco is actually a little better than people are giving them credit for. But they go into this week. Now they're getting points in Jacksonville. I mean, I'm sorry, in Tennessee. Tennessee, who in week one gets their butts kicked by Oakland. They do nothing. Oakland dominates the game. Week two, they're kind of neck and neck with Jacksonville. Then a couple tipped interceptions at the line of scrimmage. The game flips. They beat Jacksville. They should because Blake Bortles. And now they're, they're laying points to the Seahawks. Yep, two and a half. I think this is ridiculous. Two and a half, great. Um, you know, people are talking about the Seahawks can't block, all this stuff. Like, first of all, Pete Carroll, that's, I would say, one of the top three coaching staffs in the league. I'm sure they're aware they're having offensive line issues. I can't imagine they're going to continue to the degree we saw in the first two weeks. I just see them going in there running the ball down uh, Tennessee's throat, controlling the clock, and their defense is great, and they're not going to let Tennessee score. I love Seattle getting points. That's my second game. The third now, wait, out, I can Tennessee.
0: give you that game now. We got, this, we got the line. We went and got it. Here you go. If you want to take it, you don't have to. The Vikings are now two-and-a-half point on the dogs. Oh. Against the Bucks, okay. You're going to have the Bucks oh, minus two-and-a-half if you want that game.
1: Uh, not only would I like it, I love it. Okay. I'm embracing it. I'm putting a nice, big, fat, red ribbon around it. I uh, I think Tampa's for real. I'm a big believer heading into the season. You have to kind of pick which teams you want to ride. And if you're wrong, by the way, audible out. Like, I thought maybe Atlanta wasn't going to be, like, a contender. I was wrong. You audible out of it. Conversely, I thought the Rams were going to be, like, maybe the 9-7, and 10-6, good, bad team that has the easy schedule, and somehow they go 10-6. and 6, Nobody understands it. I might be right on that one. I think I'm definitely right on Tampa. I think Tampa's for real. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I like who they are on both sides of the ball. Um, just a lot of blue chippers. You just look around. They just got... Same thing with the Raiders. Just good guys on both sides of the ball. I'm not sold on Minnesota at all. I thought they looked good on week one because they are playing a Saints team that's just not good. And uh, and I'm not a believer. We have all these road favorites this week. So it feels it feels weird repeatedly taking the road favorites. But... Tampa minus two and a half. Sign me up. Three nos coming. Don't lose faith with Bill Simmons; he is still here, my friend.
0: So the Simmons picks: Falcons minus three, Seahawks plus two and a half, and the Bucks against the one and only Case Keenum uh, minus two and a half. The picks, the redemption picks for Week Three. I'll come back with mine right after this. All right, so you had the uh, Simmons picks for week number three. Here we go with uh, my picks for week number three. and 3-0 last week, 2-1 and one in week number one, so a very nice 5-1 to start the season. Now, I told you earlier in the week I, I did not love the games of this week. That's not an alibi. It's just the way it is. Some weeks they just don't jump off the page. But I have a couple of picks for you here. Game number one, this is absolutely absolutely an automatic pick i told my guys this and i and i'm not even sure when games the game t- t- kicks off that they will still be a favorite but there is no way you can in any way in this world not take Points when the Cleveland Browns are favored on the road. I don't care who they're playing against. I don't care if the Colts do not line up with a quarterback. You still have to take the other team if you are going to make the Cleveland Browns the favorites on the road in the National Football League. They wouldn't be favored if they were playing at Oklahoma State. They are favored in Indianapolis this week. The Colts are dreadful, they are awful. They lost in Arizona. To Arizona at home last week in overtime. They blew the game, but it doesn't matter. This has nothing to do with players. This has to do with just system analysis. Sometimes you cannot pass up the chance to get points with a team that never wins and is favored to win on the road. It's impossible that they'd be favored on the road, but they are. So the Colts. I don't care. Who plays? The Colts plus one, just on the basis of that theory, is the pick. The Colts plus one is game number one. Based on the theory, you cannot make a team as bad as the Browns a favorite on the road in the league. Game number two. Another thing is, you never, ever would go against or go near or expect anything but a blowout when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go home. Off a game where they got embarrassed. They are going to come out absolutely crazy. And the Bengals three weeks into the season, despite having a world of offensive talent, are completely lost as an organization. They've already made changes. They've already scapegoated the offensive coordinator. They have to make a change of quarterback, but they haven't made it yet. They are completely befuddled, and now they're going to go into Green Bay, and things aren't going to get better in a hurry. As a matter of fact, the Packers are going to blow their doors off. That game's going to be 14-0 before they even figure out what's going on in that game, because the Packers... Do not lose two in a row when the second game is at home. It just doesn't happen, and the game will not be close. I don't even love the Packers, but I do know that in this kind of spot, they will explode. And the reason people stayed away from the game is because the line's high, and Cincinnati's not that bad. The line's nine, and you figure, wait a second. The Packers, they shouldn't be a nine-point favorite. The Bengals are 0-2, but they're not that bad. Well, you know what? The Bengals haven't scored all year. They have no idea what they're doing, despite the fact they're having Green and having Eifert and having Mixon and having good players. Their quarterback's terrible. Their defense is fighting among themselves because they're so sick of the offense not scoring. The coaching staff is completely befuddled, and now you're going to go play against Green Bay. That's going to be angry and annoyed that they were embarrassed last week. And Green Bay is going to explode all over them. So that's why they're a nine-point favorite. Take Green Bay. The game will not be close. The Bengals are not a terrible team. They are not a, re- a real 0-2 loser bunch that doesn't have any talent. But this is the wrong place to be at the wrong time. You do not want to be in Green Bay coming off a game where they were mortified on Sunday night. They will explode in, in week number three. And the third game, I was not on this game except this morning. And I won't say what analysis I saw. Somebody called the Eagle game the lock of the year this week in week number three. Everywhere I've seen that every Giants don't have a chance. The Giants will have a chance in this game. They will actually rebound in this game because they have been completely embarrassed, and they know exactly what the Eagles are going to hit them with this week. They will counter that, and their defense will play a sensational game this week. The Giants might not win this game. They might lose it because, you know what? The Eagles just might make a play. Their quarterback's capable of making a play. This game will go right to the wire. This will be typical NFC East. This game will be 27-24, 24-21, 2019. It will be a field goal game late. Giants are getting six. This game will be close. Do not be shocked if the Giants win it. I wouldn't think that they would. They'll give up sacks this week. They'll make mistakes this week, but they'll also make some big plays on defense this week. They'll cause some they'll make some big turnovers this week. They'll get some big sacks this week. And this game will go right. To the wire, flip of a coin, you're getting six with the Giants. So my picks for week three, Colts plus one because you cannot make the Browns favored. Packers minus nine because you do not want to make Aaron Rodgers mad. And the Giants plus six because people have counted them out after just two weeks. Those are the picks for week number three. Go ahead, Bill.
1: You know what I liked about that, Mike? You didn't like the schedule. But like the veteran-savvy prognosticator you are, you, you, you stuck to formula,
0: moves that have worked in the past. That and that and you know what, sometimes you just have to, you know, get a gut Common and sense. I have a and I have a gut that the Giants are well first of all the Browns is just a formula pick, absolutely. And the, the Packers are a formula so are pick. Yeah, complete formula pick, absolutely. Game, coming yeah. absolutely. We've seen it happen 40 They'll times. be crazy. And the other one, I just got a gut feeling the Giants are going to give it a good fight this week. They might lose, but I think they'll play a very tight game and this week I like The only pick of yours I'm not in love with, um, I I can't figure out Seattle right now. I think you're dead on. I think Atlanta's the best roster in the NFL right now. I think they're the best team. I think they're the best team in the league, and on indoors, they're lethal. Absolutely. On a fast carpet, they are absolutely lethal. Lions will have no chance of slowing them down. I agree with you 100%. And... I would, I would play against Case Keenum till the Cows came home. So I, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree with that. So well, we th- appreciate th- you coming back uh, this week and doing it again. It's uh, very nice of you to get back on the horse after one week.
1: I appreciate it, and I appreciate that you took the Giants because now I know that I'm going to win this head-to-head match. <laughs> that was
0: a mistake. <laughs> so you think, giants giants get, you think what the Giants are getting? You think the Giants are getting killed this week?
1: Oh my God! You See, you were, you. North everybody, North everybody,
0: North everybody thinks the Giants don't have a chance this week. This is a typical Confederacy of Dunces game that will absolutely be a reversal. The Giants or, will play well.
1: Or it goes the other way, and actually, they're terrible. And after this weekend, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, Eli's done, and we need a new coach. I'm going
0: (laughs) with that logic right there. Uh, Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Good Good luck this week.